0: I'm Darla from CentOS. Oh, thank goodness you're here. We have so much to do. I need fire extinguishers, right? We'll place them for you and be out for regular inspection. Great. And what about my new hires? We'll get them into uniforms and keep them looking sharp. What about this first aid cabinet? Fully stocked. It wasn't this morning. It is now. And so are the restrooms. Wow. CentOS really seems to know what we need. You said it. Oh, I'm ready. Learn how CentOS can help you get ready for the workday. Visit CentOS.com. You are Locked On Rams, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Rams, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, another edition of Locked On Rams. Thanks for checking us out. Hey, very quickly, let me tell you something. You are actually part of the fastest-growing sports network In podcasting. That is an absolute mathematical fact. I am not making it up. We are well over a million listens at this point on the Locked On Podcast Network, and it continues to grow. Thank you for being a part of that. And oh, by the way, go tell 10 people who will tell 10 people you remember the old commercial. All right. We got a lot to get to here on the program today. I am Travis Rogers, and this is Locked On Rams every single day. We're going to talk about everything that has to do with your LA Rams. Um, I want to talk about a handful of different things today. I want to talk about the day that Case Keenum had yesterday. He was fantastic. I want to talk about the day that Todd Gurley had yesterday. He was not fantastic. I want to talk about Jeff Fisher and another decision that he made. I'm officially moving from the I'm-not-quite-sure camp into the I-don't-think-this-guy-is-a-very-good-coach camp. I, I think that we've moved into a position where he continues to make, look, he cost him a game yesterday. He cost them a game against Buffalo potentially. And he nearly cost them a game against Tampa with his decision to go for two that uh, a month out, I still don't quite understand. That's three decisions in six games. And then of course that Monday night debacle to open the season, which I put largely on his plate as well. And I want to talk about that defense um, and, and, or the lack thereof, a lot of injuries for the Rams defense, but still something that uh, they need to get cleaned up very, very shortly. Uh, shortly it was it did not look very good as well maybe a a baseball thought or two at the end of the show let's start with this let's start with the the most positive thing from yesterday's 31 to 28 loss to the Detroit Lions And, and that is Case Keenum not only played his best game of the season Case Keenum played the best game of his career okay Case Keenum are you ready for this This is Case Keenum. This isn't Tom Brady or Tony Romo or Aaron Rodgers. This is Case Keenum completed 27 of 32 passes, 27 of 32, for 321 yards, three touchdowns, only one interception, which came late, which I'm willing to even excuse given the circumstances, which we'll talk about in just one second, was only sacked once, meaning that he took good care of the football, ran for a touchdown, had a quarterback rating of 127, had a quarterback rating or QBR, ESPN's number, of 88.5 that are both outstanding numbers, and they lost. And they lost. If I would have told you right before kickoff, 10 a.m. Sunday morning in L.A., I said, hey, you, Rams fan, Case Keenum's going to have a day. Case Keenum's going to throw three touchdown passes. Case Keenum's going to run for a touchdown. Case Keenum is not going to throw an interception that hurts you in any meaningful way. Case Keenum will only get sacked once. Case Keenum's going to throw the ball 32 times. He's only going to have it hit the ground five times. He's going to set an L.A. Rams record by completing 20 passes in a row. That's a fact. You'd take that, right? You're telling me Case Keenum's going to go for 321 yards, three touchdowns through the air, one through the ground, and he doesn't turn it over? Yeah. You want that? Yeah, I'll take that. Well, you lose. You lose because the defense and Jeff Fisher were nowhere to be found. You, you're look. You're not going to get a better game than you got out of Case Keenum yesterday. He doesn't even have to be this good. Okay, if he's half as good as that, if he throws for 200 yards and two touchdowns and no interceptions, that's a damn good day for Case Keenum. Case Keenum picked Detroit apart. He he looked like any other NFL quarterback. He looked absolutely fantastic credit to him credit to Rob Boris for actually letting him go out there and throw the ball around a little bit how about that I don't know taking some shots down the field throwing the ball on first down throwing the ball to your your backs out of the backfield whether that's Todd Gurley or Benny Cunningham how about actually I don't know throwing the ball to the tight end Lance Kendricks with a touchdown during the game well look at this four touchdowns four touchdowns and they lost so credit to Case Keenum, who was absolutely fantastic. Credit to Rob Boris, who actually seemed to open up the playbook a little bit along the way. Good for those guys. They lost. They're 3-3. Three three. That 3-1 three and one start is now a 3-3 and mark headed to London, which is the weirdest situation you can have because they're going to be in a foreign country for the better part of a week getting ready to play another team that's very hard to identify what they are in the New York Giants, and you have no momentum. You've lost two games in a row, and not only have you lost two games in a row, but you've lost two games in a row that you probably should have either won or had a better chance of winning. They flat out should have beat Detroit yesterday. Flat out should have beat them. Buffalo, I don't know. The the decision to go for that fake punt was stupid, but who knows what happens there. They still needed to get the ball back. They still needed to go down and score a touchdown. So I'm not going to say that that one was one that they absolutely should have won, but they could have. Yesterday was a game that they absolutely should have won. They should have done it, and they didn't. So the question is, why not? Why not? Why, why did you score 28 points, four touchdowns, get a quarterbacking performance that was as close to perfect as you're going to find? Why didn't you win? Well, there's a handful of reasons. Number one, Todd Gurley's giving them nothing. Todd Gurley is giving them nothing. I, I'm If I'm done with Jeff Fisher, if I've all of a sudden moved off of the Jeff Fisher is a good football coach to I'm not quite sure to, you know what? This guy makes a lot of decisions that don't make any sense at all. I've gone from you know Todd Gurley's pretty awesome too. You know he's going to get going pretty soon. And now I am in the whatever dude. He, he's he's he had fifty eight yards yesterday. Todd Gurley carried the ball fourteen times, fifty eight yards, just a tick over four yards a carry, which is okay, which is which is decent. Fifty eight yards for Todd Gurley, and that was the best day he's had all season. He had forty eight at the half. 48 at the half. You're thinking to yourself, all right, maybe this is the day he finally goes over 100. Maybe this is the day he finally gets going. The first play of the game, they give it to Todd Gurley. He gashes the line for 15 yards. And and after that, where where was he? Where was he? I understand the Rams offensive line isn't great. We'll talk more about that in a second. I understand that they're stacking the box with a whole bunch of guys. I get all of these things. We talked about it on a Locked on Rams podcast last week. There are a variety of reasons why Todd Gurley is not getting going, but Jamal Charles found a way to do it. Adrian Peterson has found a way to do it historically. Frank Gore with the Niners on a bad team, he found a way to do it. Todd Gurley isn't. So why not? Why isn't it happening for him? And it's because... He's not figuring out a new way to go about doing this. What worked last year isn't, Todd. It's time to try to do something else because clearly the speed is there. Clearly the ability to play this game is there. We saw it last year, but it's time to make that adjustment. You know what it reminds me a little bit of? It's a little bit of the Puig thing. When Yasiel Puig showed up for the Dodgers and he showed up and you're like, oh my God, this guy's an MVP. This is a a rookie of the year, an MVP, an all-star. This is a guy that's going to be a very, very good player for a long time. And what happened? Well, the pitchers around the National League went, well, he doesn't do this very well. So they just took what he did do well away from him and started giving him a steady diet of fastballs in, soft stuff away, and Yasiel Puig turned around and found himself in the minor leagues, found himself with worse seasons year after year after year before he finally got demoted to AAA and finally said, you know what, I better start changing some things, did, came back, and has played pretty well. Well, Todd Gurley has had his, okay, I'm here, I look like the the next big thing as far as running backs go. And he's got nothing since. It's time to make an adjustment. And there is no minor leagues in football. There's nothing you can do to to send him to you. You're not going to put him in the Arena League or the CFL or something crazy. But it's time to do something with the guy. Throw him the ball more. Don't give him a bunch of carries on first and second down that go nowhere and put the team in a difficult position. Stop telling yourself that you are a run-first team because clearly you're not. Which brings us to the big thing. Which brings us to the topic of the day. After the game, Rams fans were upset. Remember, I do pre- and post-game for the Rams on the ESPN LA Rams radio network. And I was taking phone calls. LA is not a call-up-and-say-the-coach-sucks kind of market. It's just not what it is. Yesterday it was because Jeff Fisher did something dumb. Well, Jeff Fisher did something dumb for the second week in a row. And we'll talk about that in just one second. But first, I want to tell you about a new partner that we have on the show here. It is my bookie. It is called My Bookie. Of course, it's football season and everybody likes to get a little action going on the side. You can get in at mybookie.net. It's mybookie.net. It's the most exciting online experience that you're going to find for sports fans. It's exactly what you think it is. It's a chance for real Vegas odds, incredible player prop bets on every single football game. If you're thinking, ah, I didn't get in on time this week. I got them a little bit late. It doesn't matter. They have in-game. Live updates with odds, updated in real time. It's never too late to get in on it. It's never too late to make a play, and it's absolutely perfect if you want to use your phone to do it nonstop. Action on the go. Everybody likes a little action on it. Go online, type MyBookie in your browser, and sign up today. MyBookie.net. Use the promo code LORAMS, LORAMS, to be entered into their million-dollar prize pool, or you can pick up the phone and call as well. 844-722-2387. 844-722-2387 seven thousands of people are already playing the biggest the best only at mybookie.net. go sign up today so welcome to them appreciate that Monday Night Football tonight go get in on a little bit of that all right so back to the back back to Jeff Fisher end of the half the Rams had been brilliant in the first half they fourth and goal from the one yard line game tied at 14 four seconds left in Okay, keep your eyes closed. Okay. I want to show you my first ever painting. Ooh, all right. Okay. Open your eyes. Oh, that's a lot of colors mm-hmm. <laughs> and shapes. So be honest. What do you think? Well, uh, I like how if you switch to GEICO, you could save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. Oh, yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. Here, why don't I hold your paintbrush while you call them? GEICO, because saving 15% or more on car insurance is always a great answer.